Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you got that right. Welcome to another edition of Let's Get Biblical. Here's your host, KD the Comic. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Let's Get Biblical right here on your favorite podcasting platform, whether it's Spreaker.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Google Play, and more. We're right there with you each and every time we go live. But you got to hit that subscribe button. It's very simple, very easy, fun. On each website, there'll be some place that says subscribe. Please do that. And every time you do, we go up the charts just a little bit. And we want to be one of the top biblical podcasts in the United States. And we want to thank you guys ahead of time for allowing us to get that great start. Due to the show we used to run called Let's Rant with KD the Comic, which is now available now on Patreon.com by becoming a member for only $3.99 a month. You're going to get past shows, possibly future shows, behind-the-scenes material. You'll get blogs, videos, and a brand new swag bag of stuff from Let's Get Biblical and Let's Rant with KD the Comic. If this is your first time joining us wondering what Let's Get Biblical is all about, well, we kind of combine what we did in the past with a little bit more positivity. We open up the good old 66, the book of the Bible. We take some verses and we tie it into the topic that we're going to talk about. And today, yes, how can faith and football go together? Well, they do pretty much hand in hand. And we're going to talk about some of you fans out there, which also include myself, I'm just going to say. All right, because I'm a football fan. And I want to talk about how judgmental we can be about our teams when they make specific trades, get upset, get angry. Well, it's all a part of God's design and plan, which we hope to run into another show later on uh, here on Let's Get Biblical. We want to talk about how God really works when it comes to winning teams. Let's think about that. That's pretty in-depth, and we're only going to give you a little taste of it here today. Think about it. Every time an athlete wins a game, wins a championship, the first thing they say is, I want to thank God, our Lord and Savior, when you get the right player in place to do so. Now, one of my favorite players of all time on the San Antonio Spurs was the general, Avery Johnson, and he had one of the best sounding voices in the league, and it kind of went something like this. 
after a game, they would interview him and say, Avery, tell us a little bit about the game tonight. Well, let me tell you something. God was on our side a little bit more than everybody else tonight. And we want to say thank you and praise Jesus and the Lord and Savior for the win. But we got a long season ahead of us, and we're going to see what happens. That, and that's not me mocking him. That's me trying to impersonate good old Avery Johnson, the general. And we see that in a lot of sports. And we want to talk about, does God favor more than others? That is a tight, deep topic we're going to dig into later on here on Let's Get Biblical. But today, we want to talk about faith in football. Because right around the corner, we just had the NFL season kick off this past Thursday with the Detroit Lions versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're getting ready for the weekend. Yes, we are. The good old National Faith League. Oh, you see what I did there? National Football League is upon us. This weekend, your favorite teams are going to head to vie for that good old Lombardi trophy. And we're going to talk about faith in football here on Let's Get Biblical Today with KD the Comic. I was going across some really interesting articles and I came across this page, ProFootballHallOfFame.com. Uh, you can actually put in faith in football, and some great articles come up. And there's some very interesting stats that I didn't know about. Now, football fans, we know about our favorite passer rating. We know about our rushing stats. We know about all of that because you guys are degenerate gamblers out there, <laughs> which include fantasy football. Yes, I'm a, I do the same thing. And we all know that fantasy football was basically invented for jocks who didn't make it to the next level and made fun of Dungeons and Dragons players their whole life. Okay, that's pretty much what this is all about. And I've been suckered into that realm as well because you pick some of your favorite players, you get to watch players, you get to see them develop. It's a pretty cool concept, but when it comes down to the gambling portion, in the Bible, God doesn't like gamblers. So uh, we'll talk about that at a later date. I'm not ostracizing you if you do it because, listen... I'm a Christian. I stumble. I trip. From time to times, I will uh, look up my FanDuel stats and enter a game that week and see how I'm doing, just so I can follow football a little bit closer. Yeah, right. Hey, Mr. Movie Phone, look out, okay? Don't be putting your two cents in, all right? That wasn't me. It is the voice of God. Okay, well, then I should be listening to you, right? Absolutely. Well, whatever you do when it comes to the NFL football season, we're there about having fun. We're there about watching our teams win, and we're watching our favorite players play and do some extraordinary things. These talents that have been given to these magnificent athletes have been given by God. They really have. All our talents are in us. We just have to develop them and bring them out. Me, for instance, I'm in entertainment everywhere. I may not be all over your mainstream TV, but I'm all over your podcasting websites. I'm on local stages, performing shows, and so much more. And I'm grateful for what God has given me with that little bit of talent. Because sometimes when God gives you so much talent, you get an ego and you get power and you forget about God. And then it takes you into places that you don't want to enter. And we've talked about this on our other shows on Let's Rant with Katie the Comic and talked about... Um, conspiracy theories with Illuminati, I believe they're the dark side. And you have Christian faith uh, actors, actresses, and singers that go the way of the Lord and do extraordinary things. Now, other entertainers that may be on the other side, they're doing it for their own glory, their own fame, their own money. They're not thinking of the Lord Almighty. 
Now, where does that lead us with football? Football is the same way. Sports are the same way. You have some players that are all about the bling bling, bringing out the chains. Look at me. I'm cool. I'm higher than everybody else. I'm better than you. Now, don't get me wrong. You have a little bit of a, you need to have a little bit of an ego on the field, uh, in front of a screen, maybe on a stage. You have to have a little bit, but you also have to keep that ego in check. And some of these stats I'm about to read to you and some of these stories I'm about to read to you pretty much kept these people in check with football, faith, and God. Check this out. Faith in football has a rich history. One of football's founding fathers was Amos Alonzo Stagg. He originally intended to become a Presbyterian minister. And but he instead fulfilled his calling as the head coach at the University of Chicago. So here's a minister that was on the verge of a calling from God, and he decided to go into the world of football. Now, we don't know his walk. We can't judge. We can't be judgmental. Remember those two words, because at the end of this program, it's going to tie into you and I, the viewer, the watcher, the lover of sports. Now, this Presbyterian minister went on to be a coach. How cool is that? Here's a guy raising athletes, being able to, I'm pretty sure I'm going to, I would say, I'd go ahead and say I'm going to put money on it, but God doesn't like gambling. But I'd be safe to say, let's put it that way. That's the faith way of saying we'll put money on it, is that um, this man went ahead and was able to interject the word of God in a unique way with these football players that may have been believers and non-believers. This is what we're trying to do with Let's Get Biblical. We like to give you these stories. We like to give you these uh, religious rants and deliver the word of God in a different way. Same thing with our King of Kings comedy shows. Our King of Kings comedy shows are the same way. We bring people into a church, believer or non-believer, to laugh, enjoy life for two hours, get away from their world, and maybe a little bit of biblical humor is injected, and that may be the only Bible that people ever hear in their life. This happened with Amos Alonzo Stagg, the coach of the University of Chicago. I am pretty sure that this man was able to interject some God. We can move on. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes was formed in 1954. Hall of Famer Reggie White. Everybody remains remembers Reggie White. He was a great for the Green Bay Packers and uh, had the all-time sack record for a very long time. He became involved with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes while at the University of Tennessee and expressed an interest in becoming an evangelist as early as his sophomore year in 1981. He became an ordained Baptist minister during that period. He acquired the nickname the Minister of Defense. We remember that by the time he was a senior at the University of Tennessee. Some other great stories. In 2015, 19 gold jackets traveled to Israel. Touchdown in Israel, it was called. And a second trip followed in 2017. The seven gold jackets represented the Pro Football Hall of Fame with a private audience with Pope Francis. The Hall was the first ever American sports organization to receive the honor invitation. Most teams say that pregame prayer and opposing players of faith gather after a game on the midfield to pray. And I want to talk about that to close this faith in football segment. Let's date back to DeMar Hamlin last year of the Buffalo Bills. We did a conspiracy theory show 
on DeMar Hamlin. We've talked about how quick he has been resurrected. And I like to say used by God. We're all used by God. Sometimes it takes a death, an injury, or even more to get a point across. Our world was struggling with division. Still is, but it was pretty bad about a year and a half ago. It seemed like that sports, football at the time, everybody was watching. Seemed like everybody can get along watching sports, right? Well, somewhat. I mean, Cowboys, Giants fans don't get along very well. But they got a big game coming up too. But when I call the word division, division, I'm talking about our country. I'm talking about the division between faith, religion, um, the type of skin you have, the background you have. We're being attacked from all angles to be divided. Well, here's sports trying to keep us together. And when DeMar Hamlin took that devastating injury on the field and was down for quite some time, the first thing that believers and non-believers did was drop to a knee. You saw a stadium of 50,000 plus people on national TV. Heck, not even national after this story dropped. It was worldwide. You saw people dropping to their knees and praying for a man they don't know personally. That is the biggest sign of faith you could ever see. And see, on an upcoming show, we are going to talk about faith and how hard it is to struggle with faith as a believer and non-believer. We're going to talk about that. But at that present moment with Damar Hamlin, everybody dropped to their knees or even just put a hand on the shoulder of the people that were on their knees. Those people that put a hand on the shoulder may have been non-believers, but at that moment, they knew there was something more powerful in the universe that created us in order to make this resurrection of DeMar Hamlin happen. Me, when I first saw it, I thought nothing but God. God puts storylines into our world for his greater good. Yes, sometimes people get hurt. Sometimes people get injured. I came to faith because a gentleman that I lived across the the way in an apartment building died. He's 21 years old. He was a faith goer. He uh, helped the local ministry with their children's area. Stuff I didn't know because he didn't share his faith publicly, which we need to do as Christians like I am doing today. And I hate the word Christian, by the way. I'm going to be honest with you. That was a word that was derived by the Roman Empire and beyond to make fun of people who followed Christ. It was kind of like using the word Jew or using the N-word with African Americans or other racially profound words that are used here across the world to describe people. That was the same way. But that's another story another time. Damar Hamlin hits the field. Everybody hits their knees. I looked at my wife and I said, that's God working right there. That is God. This is national TV. This is now across every news media outlet in the world. At a time we started to see little Nas X starting to promote blood in a Nike shoe. We started to see Taylor Swift on stage doing these like ritual dances for the devil. And all of a sudden God uses that moment. 
And yes, if God was able to use his only begotten son to be killed on the cross, spit upon, beaten, dragged, made fun of in front of public forums, what do you think he's going to do to you and I? He's going to use us. That's not to scare you. That is to show you the faith he has in humans and the faith that we should have in him. And I'll tell you what, I prayed at that moment for Damar. I was dropping TikToks left and right. I was praying. And all of a sudden, after a few days, this man was fine. Now, believe what you want to believe in the conspiracy theory form, that he may be a, a, a robot or a clone. <laughs> and of course, started people really started digging at him from the clothes that he was wearing. It looked like it was like he was mocking God. But guess what? This leads to the words that we talked about earlier in the show, judging and judgmental. We cannot judge why he wore that. We don't know the real feeling behind him and why he wore something like that. To us believers, it may have looked like it was mocking, but let's flip the script, ladies and gentlemen. Let's flip the script as believers. Let's not take that beautiful moment designed by God and turn it into something the devil wants us to use for him by putting something obscene or something weird looking on somebody's shirt that looks like it mocks God. I'm going to give you the other perspective. How about this? You're still talking about God. <laughs> Plain and simple. You're still talking about God. I mean, me growing up in the world of entertainment and becoming a comedian and more, I have had to learn with to deal with negative stories, negative talk. But I also learned that even negative talk was good for me because they were speaking my name. People wanted to know who KD the comic was. Let's look into this guy. Let's check out his videos. Let's go on YouTube. Let's see if there's anything negative about him online. Right? It's the same thing that when we turn to God. God has a design plan. And to the non-believer, that's going to look like it was not a great way to do it. But was him putting his only son on the cross a good way to do it? Yes, because it's affected millions and billions of people. Faith in football and faith in sports is an amazing thing to see. I see it every week on a soccer field with five-year-olds and up. When someone is injured, everybody drops to a knee. And you know that not all families are believers. But this is faith being instituted into our children. Now, I know what you might be saying. Oh, well, you're forcing it. No, we're not. Because the key to being a Christ follower is allowing us to show our kids and others our testimony, what he's done for us. We still want you to go out there and live the life that is designed for you by him. Although you may not believe it, you'll learn it. When you go to turn left and he wants you to go right, you realize that the road is harder. Sometimes it takes us 10 million times to realize, wow, that was really God. I know it did for me because one, sometimes I'm not too bright. The other times I was just stubborn, a kid, teenager, mid-20s, thought I knew it all. 
The moment you think you become an adult, you're really not an adult because there's a lot to learn out there. And it starts with that good old 66, the book of the Bible. It really does. And as you can see and as you can hear on this show, we are a big advocate for reading the Bible. Now, I don't always do it. Like I woke up this morning, got our kids ready for homeschool. I play the principal. I pray the pastor or the minister, whatever you want to say. And I got right on the podcast show to share with you faith in football. And I didn't really get into my good old 66. But I did dig some really good verses out, which I'm going to share with you guys coming up here in a moment. Because I want to talk to close the show about us fans being, you know, let's say judgmental. (laughs) Yeah, just a little bit toward our teams when they make bad trades or maybe a guy gets hurt. I want to talk about what hit me yesterday as a Carolina Panthers fan upset the moment that Christian McCaffrey was traded to the San Francisco 49ers. We told you let's get biblicals a little bit different on the Bible side. and Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. But with the DeMar Hamlin situation and all that we're seeing, it's proof that God's not dead. When we return, let's talk about you judgmental fans. <clears throat> okay, including me. Here at Let's Get Biblical with KD, the comic that God is not dead. We've seen a lot of miracles happen in this world. For those of you that are non-believers crying or crying out for a miracle, we'll we'll switch that word crying up just a little bit and switch it into crying out. Uh, That was not meant for me to be judgmental towards you, but I did it. We're human beings. We are all a form of a judgmental creature from time to time. But um, he's definitely not dead. We've seen miracles with the likes of DeMar Hamlin and many others. And we've seen a lot of players who probably could have lost their lives on a football field, in a hockey ring, boxing ring, UFC, you name it. And even though they may come out of the situation, it may look like was worse to us. We don't know the type of walk that God is giving them. 
with their incident, their testimony, they now can share this with others. We've seen this where concussions have happened in the NFL. Well, concussions happen, so the issue of concussions can be raised and be uh, an awareness program to get this fixed. How can we protect our athletes that are making millions of dollars? Well, now we have advocates out there uh, in medical institutions all across the world talking about certain issues that have happened to them. Now, keep in mind, they may not be believers, but they do believe in the cause and have faith that whatever happened to them was going to be used for a specific reason, and their story is going to be used to help others. Sounds like God to me, because during God's whole tenure and reign, that's the way he teaches us daily, to take every testimony, every story, everything that's happened to us in our lives, and turn that faith into hope for others. I have a lot of testimonies, whether it's battling drugs, battling alcohol, battling masturbation issues, battling, battling, battling. Yes, I just shared some of that with you guys because that's my testimony. You may be going through it. You don't want to talk to a mom or a dad, even a best friend sometimes you don't want to talk to. It's hard to talk to a pastor because we look at them like they're the Pope, but they're just like you and I. They battle every day, and we talk about this on our show every day. Transparency is key in this world, and in order to be more transparent in this world and for the world to be open and the eyes to be open, we need to share our testimonies. This is why I don't hate people that have been marching for LGBTQ. I don't frown against people fighting for civil rights because their stories and their testimonies are being shared. Now, if it's a religious belief or not, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to share why I don't act a certain way. And I hope my actions show that. Earlier in the show, we talked about the word judgment. Judgmental. It's the perfect word for this episode. I should have been like Pee Wee Herman and Pee Wee's Playhouse. Every time I said the word judgment, you guys go, ah! Maybe we'll do that. Maybe you're driving in your car or mowing your lawn or cleaning your house and all of a sudden, all right, the word of the day today is judgment or judgmental. And every time I say it, just let out a scream and watch how good you guys feel. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I just read a book to my kids this morning where the grape was screaming, ah, and it felt so good to just say, ah, sometimes that's it. And not in a way where a doctor put its, puts a tongue depressor on your tongue. That's a different kind of, that's different. That's called a gag. <laughs> this has gone too far. This has gone too far, but this is the part of Let's Be Biblical. We like to rant. We like to have fun from time to time and not just show you that thou shall not thou strike upon and death and judgment. We don't want to do that here. We want to show you the love and the respect and the fun that the Bible and Jesus and God project. Now, judgment and judgmental, do it. Ah, some of y'all just screamed. I could hear you. Um, leads us to the close of this show. And... We as, uh, I almost said we as athletes, we're far from athletes, some of y'all might be, we as fans of anything, could be movies, music, books, uh, religion, um, 
but let's just talk about sports. We're doing faith in football, right? Yep. Um, we are the most judgmental <laughs> things in the universe. We really are the most judgmental things in the world, we'll call it. And um, I found myself many a times, the moment the San Antonio Spurs released Kawhi Leonard, I got frustrated. The moment we got rid of Sean Elliott for um, Dennis Rodman, I got upset, okay? I am about to show my sports true colors here and show you the type of fan I am. The moment the Yankees signed Roger Clemens, okay, I was furious. I didn't look at the good and say, oh, well, we'll bring in new players. Oh, we'll win a championship. No, we become judgmental. What the heck are they doing down there in Carolina getting rid of Christian McCaffrey? What a stupid move. That is dumb. If I was a general manager, well, if you were a general manager, I wouldn't be here doing podcasts to 50 people. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, I know how to correct myself. I know how to correct myself. But I remember when Christian McCaffrey got traded, ladies and gentlemen, I got so judgmental, condescending even. I was ready to stop watching the Panthers. Heck, I started following Joe Burrow a little more in the Bengals, right? So now I just say I have an NFC and an AFC team. They both happen to be, you know, jungle cats. Why not, right? Jungle cats. Um, but with that being said, when McCaffrey was traded or when they got rid of Cam Newton, even to this day, I'm like, <gasps> what happened? And I question myself and say, what happened? We don't do that to start. It takes a while. See, Christian McCaffrey may have went in and said, listen, we need a quarterback here. We need a leader. This is not happening in the locker room. We need A, B, and C. And then management may have been like, hey, listen, Christian, we're looking to draft a quarterback. No, 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 no. Not a new quarterback. We want somebody. I want somebody established here. And they're like, we can't afford that. We can't do that. And then maybe Christian asked for a trade to a contender. We don't know what happens behind the scenes. Sometimes breakups or releasing of people of teams, we don't know, sports fans. You don't know the full aspect. You can't believe Stephen A. Smith and them all the time telling you what's going on in the world. It's like watching Fox News or CNN. You can't always trust all the sources, and that is the same thing with sports. So who do we trust? We trust good old God. Even in Romans chapter 2, verse 1, it says, You, therefore, have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for at whatever point you judge another. You are condemning yourself because you who've passed judgment do the same things. I'll tell you what, that's one of the things I've been working on, trying not to judge this, that, and the other thing. And it's hard. But the Christian life and the Christian walk, God, I hate that word, Christian. As followers of Jesus, there you go. In this walk, it is difficult. It's harder to take the difficult road sometimes than the easy road. But sometimes the easy road leads to demise and failure. So just remember, who do you trust? Who do you turn to? It's the man above, the G-O-D, the good old God Almighty, Jesus and the Holy Spirit will be right with you. Guys, thank you for listening to another edition of Let's Get Biblical. We'll see you on the flip side. Take care and enjoy all those games this weekend.
I'm sure we'll talk about them along the way. Take care. What happens when the snake go marching in?